Hey everyone, it's Carl. Before we get started, I want to let you know that I have a new podcast out called Alchemix Bar Diaries, where I tell you my thoughts that go through my brain about bartending techniques, theory, and anything to do related to the bartending world. We just started. I would love to have you come over, take a listen. The link for it is in the description of any podcast player you're listening to this to. And yeah, go check it out. Now let's get the show started. God damn, my memory is fucked. Welcome to my fucking life. Everyone in the service industry has a story. Crazy customers, wild orders, and WTF moments. Do you want to start a tab? The podcast is here to bring you those tales from behind the bar. My name is Carl, and I've been bartending now for 13 years, and I'm about to take a small break. A sabbatical, if you will, sabbatical. as it were. Yes. I, my name is Riley, and I bartended for a little bit. Just for a little bit. Just for a little bit. A little bit. Now you enjoy the the services of your friendly neighborhood bartenders. Yes. I don't know where else I was going with that. I was going to be very suggestive and give you a wink about it, but because <laughs> <laughs> you said services. I know. <laughs> I tried to lay them up for you. You just swung and missed, or you just held back. I, I, I chose not to knock Sweet. it down. Knock it out of the park. Oh, right. No, you said you, you serve them up. I didn't knock it down. You were going with the baseball analogy. I was going with the volleyball, and then we just kind of got lost in translation. Welcome to our lives. Welcome to our lovely little podcast where we like where we like to read stories off the internet about the hospitality industry. Talk about it. Am I boring you? <laughs> Am I boring you? <laughs> we just fine. literally started, <laughs> and we talk about the story. Should have been handled different. Was it handled correctly? Was there an asshole? Was there a hero? Then we rate that story one through five. One being your average story. Five being unique situation. Like holy shit, I got to run out and tell someone this. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, on this podcast, since we like to talk about the hospitality industry and. We like to indulge in the adult beverages. What are we drinking today? Today we are drinking the Distill Breweries Wild Sour Series. It is the lemon tart variety. This is one of our favorite distilleries. For sour beers, yes. For sour beers, yes. They did have that one Imperial Stout beer that was really good. Good is subjective. Yep. Yep. It tastes like a lemon tart. I like it. It's tart. It's tart. It's nice as a refresher to have beers that aren't, or sour beers that aren't just pastry stouts or fruited sours. Yes, this is the, I mean, but technically this is a pastry sour. I guess, but it's not like. But it's, it's not overly sweet. sweet. Yeah, it still has a big tart punch in the face, so. Yep, it, this is a lawnmower beer for sure. Mm-hmm. Or like suntanning on the beach beer. Yep. So, we are going to read you guys a couple stories today. Yes. Would you like to go first? I would. I found a post on Petty Revenge subreddit uh, posted by Velvet Recon a year ago. And this person is probably one of your heroes. Are you ready for this? (laughs) I'm ready for it. The title of this is, is, let me start over. The title of the story is called Played John Cena's theme song and a Tiny Tim song multiple times on a bar jukebox to get back at a Karen who didn't like my song choices. Love it. <laughs> so last tonight was another <laughs> last tonight was an otherwise t- lame night. I went out with a friend on a whim and he was off as he was off for a rare Sunday night and I am on PTO this week. We decided to go downtown in the city we live in, and after ending up in a few places that were too crowded to serve us, I suggested a dive bar in a small neighborhood not too far from where I live. 
Midnight rolls around and we arrive. Bar is pretty crowded for its size, the time, and the day. But we find a seat. We were able to have a few drinks and I open the Touch Tunes app, an app for playing songs on a bar's jukebox on my phone and choose a nice mix of songs that I feel like hearing. I don't pay extra to have my songs come on first, an option that's available in the app. So I select a few that I'd like to hear and go on about the evening. The first song comes on and this creature lets out a screech. Who put this shit on? Yells a 30 going on 60 woman woman (laughs) at the end of the bar. She keeps going throughout the duration of the song. I wish she'd close her mouth because she had the breath of a thousand cigarettes. So I go up I get up to play some pool just to distance myself. The next song comes on, and again, she goes off. At this point, I realize every song I chose will come on, one after the other, because I got my song choices in before she did. She's livid because her songs hadn't yet come on. Then came the Karen. The next song was Opeth's Deliverance. It's a longer metal song for those who don't know, but trust me, it's nothing out of the norm for this place, and besides, my money's still good. She makes a scene, stumbling and screaming around the bar. Which one of you motherfuckers put this shit on? She starts questioning everybody in the bar like she's a cop, and no one really wants to deal with her. So she finally gets the bartender to mute the speaker until the song is over and acts like she just won the Super Bowl. Enter my petty side. It was at this point I say fuck it and we leave, but not before I make use of my remaining credits. While waiting for the Uber, I pay extra for John Cena's theme song to play next, followed by Tiny Tim's Tiptoe Through the Tulips. I have them come on one after the other at least three times before any of her songs come on. While waiting for the Uber, I can't really put into words how satisfying it was to hear those trumpets go off, a bottle hit the wall, and this lady going off at the top of her lungs. Who the fuck keeps playing this shit? By the time the Uber comes, Tiny Tim's song starts playing as we pull off. She's crying and being carried out of the bar, still screaming about the song selection. One of the best Sunday nights I've had in a while. <laughs> Man, people get so butthurt about the music that comes on uh, right. touch tunes. Right. We are all individuals, but only my music selection should be played here. Right. I wonder what it was. It's probably some fucking 80s butt rock. Or oh, probably. You know, like, pour some sugar on me. Or country. Country. Yeah. I love it. I Okay. I know of the band, Opeth Band. I don't know specifically that song. I know they are a metal song, metal group, and sometimes they do play longer songs. Yeah, but like as far as metal goes, I don't feel like Opeth is as bad as it could be. No. <laughs> like, Welcome me. There, <laughs> you, you throw in some stuff by like Between uh, the Buried and Me. Yeah. And what's great about that band is they have an album called Colors, and most of their songs are at least seven and a half minutes long. And so it only costs a <laughs> dollar to play that song. And so I'm like, oh, I'm getting like, it's like drinking a beer with a higher ABV. You play a little bit more to you get more of that a little, a little bit more. more, little bit more. <laughs> more. <laughs> and so they have this song called White Walls. It's like 15 and a half minutes long. And there's a bar specifically in Iowa City called Wildwood. That Deadwood. I w- Deadwood, yes. I'm sorry. You're correct. Wildwood is somewhere else. Um, that I would like to play that song. And most of the time, that song fits that Because that's a metal bar. It's, a, it's, it's just a grungy It's a metal-ish bar. bar. Yeah. yeah. But there are people in there that just hate it. And what's great about that song is there's three breakdowns where you think that song is going to end <laughs> and, and it comes right up. back up. And I can see the disappointment on people's heads. Like, just go, People oh. just shatter. Oh. <laughs> I think one time I did pay $20 to play the whole album front to back. <laughs> so, but I, Tiny Tim, I think I know what song. The guy with the really. Through the 
the two lives. Yeah. That one. Yep. And then I know the John Cena song. Yeah. But that is that would have been hilarious if the OP went and did his the John Cena like Cena thing the, yeah, and went the, up to her and just did <laughs> that would have been legendary. But <laughs> it kind of sucks that the bartender did mute the speaker. Like I hate when the bartenders do that. Like look, dude, like your customers pay good money unless right. you specifically went up to these people and said you guys are not allowed to play this song anymore. Because when I worked somewhere, I think Buffalo Wild Wings, we had a touch tunes and these kids would kept playing Who Let the Dogs Out, uh. and I warned them. You guys keep playing this. I will skip it. Will we pay good money? I go, I go. This is driving away business. This I is- will give you the money back out of my own personal pocket if you stop playing this fucking song. Yeah. So, but if if it's just one person complaining, like who gives a shit, man? That's what they're. It's there for. If you guys don't want that super specific genre and that music, leave. No, you could talk <laughs> to your t- touch tunes manager, or whoever, right. and uh, like whole genres like. Rap is it gone or right. whatever? Metal is gone. Right. But oh man, that's great. I would love to see her getting carried out of the bar. That's absolutely something that you would do too. What? Um. Play the same song over and over again before I left. Yeah. You playing the? Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm curious about what the song sounds like. It's 13 minutes long. This is just rock metal. It's not even like between the buried and me. He's like. Math core meets X, you know. Right. Huh, maybe I'll have to check it out. It's not even that bad. I mean, it, it reminds me of Cradle of Filth, but less aggressive. Yeah. Less black metal-y kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. That's not that bad. There's way worse songs that guy could have fucking played. <laughs> I know even worse songs than, like, even Between the Barry to Me. Yeah. To I mean, play. Cradle of Filth, you could play an amphetamine overdose and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but... I think we've all done this. We've all put money in the jukebox. People bitch about the songs. But then, like, then it's funny. I've been drunk enough to where I bitch about the songs people play, and like, everyone likes the song. I go, just because it's pop music doesn't mean everyone fucking likes it. Right. I think the fit, my favorite bar that plays the most sobriety music is The Lift. Because uh-huh. you can go down there, and that place is kind of for everyone. And so you'll mm. get, like, pop music. Then you'll get metal. Then yep. you'll get hip hop. And no one ever complains about anything. Right. Because they know what this place is about. Mm-hmm. And, and mostly, for, for the most part, the people that go to the lift are a younger demographic. Yeah. I mean, I feel old walking in there, so I can't imagine how you feel. <sighs> but, like, it, yeah, it, it is. You can tell that there's something at the lift for everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this this bar might have seemed like it might have been something similar to that. Just this one lady. You just lady, get one person who gets a person. bug up their ass. Yeah, I want to hear Bon Jovi, Bruce Springsteen. But, Shit like that. But this OP was entertaining as fuck to read. Yeah, he did a good job of, yeah. of telling this little story. All right, so what are we going to rate this? Um, I mean, honestly. It's a common story. It's Okay, so like if he hadn't chosen the two songs that he chose that's true i need i haven't heard john cena's opening in a long time so i'll I'll think i'll think this thought and then i'll then we'll go back to it i think if he hadn't chosen those two songs because i mean if you're trying to pick some annoying stuff tiptoe through the tulips is absolutely just Mm -hmm. but like i know people i am sitting next to a person who has done this so like on that scale uh, on more than one occasion, so on that on that for me it's a one, but then you those two songs being so, just absolutely obnoxious, and the fact that this woman actually was like, 
freaking out, going up to people, then ended up getting kicked out. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem like kicked out. They, I think, just took her out. They probably just said, "All right, Tina, it's time to go home." That's getting kicked out nicely. Yeah, with your by your friends, but yeah, I know, I know what you're saying. Yes, I'm gonna go one point six. I was gonna go one eight, just cause he had that long metal song in there. Right. That's that's relatable to me. Because it's literally you. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I picked this story. I was like, oh, hey, Carl will love this one because he's done it. Multiple times. <laughs> Multiple times. All right. So if you have a story similar to this where you just like to be petty as fuck, leave us a review on, not a review, leave us a story. We have a subreddit. Do you want to start a tab? It's in the link of any description the podcast player that you are playing. Interesting fact, Google Podcast is shutting down by, I think, spring of 2024. Oh, really? Because they're moving everything over to YouTube music. Now. Oh, right. So in case you are listening to this on Google Podcast, find a new fucking player, Spotify preferably, because you can leave us a review because we like reviews. Reviews help us out grow, and it shows that people like it and interest in case someone is debating whether to listen to us or not. That was a long, rambly version of what leaving us a review. Also, if you are not a person that likes to uh, write stories, but you like to tell us a story, we have a phone number, 563-277-0072. Leave us a voicemail. We'll play it on, I was going to say on air, but this isn't the air. This is the internet. So we'll play right. it on our podcast, talk about it, and we'd love to hear your voice because that is special to us. Yes, it is. We appreciate you guys listening to the show. We love you guys so much. If you guys want to support the show we do have a patreon for just three dollars a month we talk more with each guest about their personal experiences their growth in the bartender industry what they're doing now and everyone's different journey because not everyone's going to be a life bartender and they each have exciting lives so yeah just for three dollars a month you know that's a pint that's less than a pint of glass of beer so go check it out links in the description at patreon do you want to start a tab thank you so much guys do you guys know Riley and I have a YouTube channel called Alchemix Bar, a website and Instagram based all around cocktails? We also created the Bartender's Alphabet to better understand slang and descriptions and other things involved with cocktail making. So if you want to check that out, it's in the link description, Bartender's Alphabet at Alchemix Bar. Hope you guys enjoy. And now back to the show. Am I the asshole subreddit? Loudbat564 posted this four months ago. And I learned there's a new category in uh, Am I the Asshole. Oh, yeah. yeah. Am I the asshole for backing out of bartending a stranger's wedding the week of? Months ago, a friend asked me, 28 female, and my boyfriend, 23 male, to bartend his stepsister's wedding, whom we've never met. We accepted thinking it'd be a fun way to make extra money together. The wedding is this Saturday, and the bride texts us today saying she wants us there for nine hours and will pay us $100 each. Open bar, so we weren't expecting guests to tip. The venue is 45 minutes away. We weren't expecting to spend more than four or five hours of our day there, and now we'll have to find someone to watch our dog. We will also be expecting to make much more, or we were also expecting to make much more than $11 an hour. I have years of experience bartending and coordinating and managing events, if it matters. We don't want to throw a wrench in their plans this close to the special day, so we don't feel comfortable negotiating, but we also cherish our days off together and don't feel like this is a good use of our time. What would you do in this situation? 
Are you, are we being selfish? Are we the assholes if we back out? Edit. Didn't want to throw my boyfriend under the bus, but this is not my friend. It's his. I don't know the friend and all the communication has been through text between them. And then the boyfriend and bride today. I said us to take some responsibility for the exchange or lack thereof. Huh. Why the fuck would they have to be there for nine hours? Right. It's a bar. Because people don't understand that nine, like they just want to make sure things are going well. And so they're just expecting to be there to set up and make sure that you're there. Right. You know, that's the problem. Everyone just wants you to be there. So you're there and not understand that your time is valuable. Right. Yeah. Nine hours is fucking crazy. I'm assuming they have the itinerary for the wedding. I'm assuming that it's only, to me, this sounds like a lack of communication on both ends. Yep. And it sounds like I'm assuming the OP is a woman because her boyfriend. She said, she said, I'm female. Oh, right, right, right. This, I have this issue all the time when you arrange things. When you make plans, you only know what is expected of us, not like all of the details otherwise. So like, hey, what time are we leaving? What time do we have to be there? What's the dress code? What are we serving? Like, you know what we're serving. You know you know what time the event's at, but you don't know all, any of the other information. What are you talking about? You know what I'm talking about. Just a lot of the times when we have things to do, the information you choose to get is not logistical information. Don't look at me like that. So give me an example. The state fair when we did that. Mm-hmm. You knew we had to make cocktails. Mm-hmm. You knew what time the event was, mm-hmm. but didn't tell me anything else until like three days prior. Okay. But how would that affect you to know that no matter you were going to be there 24 seven, no matter what? You were coming with. It's not like we left, you know, and you had it had to make responsibilities. If I told you three days prior, this I think that's adequate time. No, but like if if you had given me that information, the questions that we figured out three days prior would have we would have known. This is not this. Is, fucking forget all of that. She let her boyfriend make plans, which I know full well means that I'm not going to have all of the information I need to know. And it's possible that the boyfriend had talked to whoever. I mean, either way, this is terrible communication. But um, about what time they wanted them to be there. Yeah, And it wasn't communicated to her. Right. I have a feeling that there was a lot more lost between the the boyfriend and the OP. Mm Mm-hmm. Then he let her know. Okay, I will say this. If this was me asking you to bartend, I tell you up front what we're getting paid and what the hours are going to be, what expectations of hours are going to be, because I know to ask those questions right away. Right. Okay? So, yes, do I tell you every single detail? No, but I sometimes just, whatever. Hey, what hotel are we staying at? Oh, no, I'll text you. Okay, but what hotel are we staying at so I know where I need to be? Well, I'll text it to you. Don't get a text until day day of. So anyway, at the Mall of America. <laughs> it's been a fun ride, guys. 41, <laughs> 41 episodes. We did it. <laughs> um, so did the boyfriend know the pay and the hours and just try to not tell her for months and say week of, oh, this is what it's going to be. So we couldn't back out because I tried getting this more and they refused and. I know you wouldn't work for that unless it was week up. You know what I'm saying? It was either that or he just didn't think to ask. Right. Or 
My guess, if she has experience with event bartending, she probably told him to ask, and then he just didn't. Yeah, but also, she knows this months ago. Why wouldn't she be, like, asking about it? Why would she not want to know months ago, you know? How many times did I ask you to send me that hotel information? Once. Uh Uh-huh. Through a text message. Okay, While you were at the Mall of America. Yeah, I'm talking to him. I'm waiting for a response. I'm waiting for a response. Or, yeah, I'll get it to you. Sure. Um, So, anyways... (laughs) I love you so fucking much. I, I love you, but I also feel this OP's pain because, and like, because of my experience with you, I don't know if I can, without more information, like without seeing the text thread between the boyfriend mm-hmm. and the, the friend. Right. I don't know if I, I don't know if I can call. I definitely don't think OP's the asshole. I definitely don't think. What that, about for backing out? What if they backed out or they the Backing asshole? out, you're an asshole. But saying, hey, I won't be, I'll be there for five hours. Yeah. And I still expect the hundred dollars. That is more than reasonable. Yep. I don't understand why they would need to be there for nine hours. Mm. I mean, or do they expect them to bring everything, set it up, and whatever? No, it should be set up. That's that should be the event, right? Mm-hmm. So there's no reason that they need to set up. They're just bartending. Mm-hmm. So there's no prep work, and cleanup should be on the event too, right? Yeah, I would assume so. Yeah, this is they're not professional bartenders. They're just there to serve beer, just like at AJ's wedding. They right. just rolled up, served some drinks, right. had some drinks. There's no reason for them to be there for nine hours. The The dinner is probably two hours, and then the reception is probably four, so at most it's six. Six. Yeah. Well, and plus they had to drive 45 minutes, so that's another right. hour and a half. And they're not paying time. mileage. Gas. And now they got to pay someone to watch a dog, so that's probably 50 bucks. Right. Like, I'm sorry. If, so, if that's what you told me, I'm like, nope, I can't do it for that much. No. If you if even up oh, the week of, I'm like, I'm sorry, that's unacceptable. Right. Find someone else. No, I mean I'll be I'll show up for the dinner and then the bar close the bar has to close a half an hour before the event ends anyway. So I'm gonna dip when the event's over. Yep. So the new category, anyways, uh the new category, I don't know if it's new, but one of that I just realized or saw everyone sucks. Yep. Everyone's the asshole in this story. Yep. Everyone sucks. Yep. So, yeah, a lot of it's you should negotiate it beforehand. I mean, that's basically what everyone's saying. Right. Is you should have you should have set terms before you accepted the job, and that's why probably she went back to edit, saying uh, her boyfriend is the one that has actually been talking yeah. to her and stuff like that. Well, see, and that's and that's absolutely um, that's absolutely the thing that you and I have experienced, where it's like, hey, I know you can do this. Um, you're my friend, but like. They're not friends. They're friends of friends. That's different. Yeah, I think it was her stepsister or his. His friend's stepsister. Oh, yep, you're right. To a friend asked to bartend his stepsister's wedding. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we all do. We all do shit we don't want to do for friends, and that's cool. And like, in, well, we do them for friends because we want to, because they're a friend to help them out. Right, and that's why I said, and that's cool. Yeah. But then, like, to me, it feels like the friend is taking advantage of the friendship. I mean, hey. maybe, because maybe the friend didn't know they were going to lowball them all. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, you know, this would be like Sean or, you know, Isaac giving our names to one of their friends. Right. And that's all they do. They're just passing the right. information. Here's this person. I don't, know. I don't know. I don't. I just, I, yeah. There's everyone, obviously a lot missing from this that helps dictate, but. Everyone sucks. Everyone sucks. That's, I like that. Everyone sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> everyone let's not put it best people equal shit (laughs) (laughs) that's what it should say but that being said if you're going to ask somebody that you know to do something for you you should be more generous than you would be with somebody who isn't your friend in in my opinion yeah but the friend had nothing to do with the situation they were just the middleman i know but like 
completely separate side thought. If you're going to ask your friends to do something, support your friends. Support your friends. If they if they play a metal show, go see their metal show. If they are an artist, pay for their art. Don't ask for it for free. If they are bartenders, pay for their services and pay them a little bit more than you would pay somebody you hired if, yeah. you, if you are able. Yep. I sure as shit don't bartend for $11 an hour. Nope. Not without tips. Yep. They probably, I'm sorry, yes, it's an open bar, but they've got some tips. I'm sorry. There's going to be at least... There, some will at least throw you a 10 spot or 20. I'm not saying that's... But that's still not... A, yeah, that's I, still that's not, not enough. Yeah. But there are people out there, no matter what, if there's a tip jar out or not, or if it's open bar or not, they still right. tip because... And don't and don't abuse the people that you hire. Mm-hmm. Like, when it comes down to it, that's... It's not actual abuse, but it's like, you're expecting a lot for a little. Right. And that's taking advantage of them at the at the core of it. Mm-hmm. And they're probably doing, well, it's my wedding and I want it done this way. Ooh. Right. Because the people who, who the people who bitch about what they pay are the people who spend the most time bitching about what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So the people who want shit for cheapest are the people who spend the most time complaining about how you do things. I give this story based off of is if you're just looking at the pure standpoint of miscommunication and not communicating enough, that's pretty common. That's every day in my life. Yeah, I know your job is hard. <laughs> Actually. The- that that's also true. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I would say though, people. Oh, man, I I'm gonna say one eight again on this story. Wow, you're high. I'm gonna say one point two. Okay. People get married every day. Yep. People try to get away with pulling mm-hmm. shitty shit for people who get married every day, or people who are getting married try to pull shit like this yep. every day. It's nothing special. Boyfriends don't communicate with their partners and vice versa. Every time we have an event planned that you that you organized, I, I feel the way that this OP feels. So uh, 1.2. Just remember, don't be a dick. Tip your bartenders and drink responsibly.